Welcome to We're All Football podcast with me, your host, Rebecca Arnold. This podcast is a passionate take on the beautiful game featuring football opinions from both male and female fans. We dig deeper into some of the most controversial topics in the game today and we welcome fans from all walks of life to get a better insight into the game we all love. Welcome back to the podcast. We have taken an unexpected extended break. Um, The Euros threw us off. I was drunk probably like every three days. Uh, It was just busy, weren't it? It was so busy. I wasn't home much. There's football on every night. We couldn't, you know. Yeah, it was really hard. it. It was really, really hard to just find time to do it. And it's just been a weird time. I've been cancelled on social media about 600 times already this summer. And it just basically knocked the wind out of me. I just didn't want to record a podcast. I didn't want really to be creating content of any kind. It really just, it was weird. I had a, there was a, a time where I was having death threats, where I was having to get police involved in situations, um, where I was being physically threatened. Um, so understandably I have not wanted to record a podcast and I've felt like, I don't know, I just really didn't want to do it. So that's me being completely transparent about about why we haven't recorded a podcast in probably, I think like, how long now? Like two months? Yeah. I think we did a Euros, we did a Euros review and then the transfer window opened and the Euros started and we did really well. And I just got a lot of stick. I think we also just wanted to enjoy the Euros as well. Yeah. It was quite... quite, um... For everyone, it was quite crazy, wasn't it? So I think it was just... I was really drunk. And like, it was just... And really, I was just really dealing just with hangovers yeah, constantly. Yeah. Like, I just, just couldn't... Just enjoy the enjoy It was the being in the moment as yeah, well, wasn't I mean. it? It was kind of like the Euros bubble. I love, really? I loved it in 2018 in the World Cup. And I really wanted us to have that again. And it was even better than the World Cup. Not necessarily for everybody coming together but in our lives with all of our friends and all of our family and wherever we've been over the Euros um it's been just like the warmest atmosphere and I've loved it I just I love international tournaments people don't like that I like international football but I just love it so much and it made me so happy my kids loved it everyone's getting involved everyone's happy and I whilst I fully understand being a Liverpool fan, I've obviously understand that Liverpool fans, some some Liverpool fans don't agree with supporting the England team, and that is their prerogative. I don't have a problem with it. I don't take issue with it whatsoever. Um, but I personally have grown up. I the first the reason I fell in love with football was because of France '98. Um, so I've always, always loved international football. I've always loved, I remember like the coming together of, of like my family when we would watch um, World Cups and Euros when I was a kid. So for me, it's very sentimental. I love international football and that's just me. And some people don't like it and that's fine too. But I wish that social media was a place where 
we can just respect people's choices um not at the point of literally threatening people and cancelling them and basically just making them feel like they're not good enough or they're not worthy of being part of a community um, or being part of a fan base it's just not on and took me a little while to get over it and to be realized that these people aren't happy people they're very miserable unhappy people who just seek making other people feel bad about themselves because they're happy and they're loved and they're noticed and they're liked and those people don't like that um but yeah i'm so over it now i just wanted to address it because if you do follow me on social media you will know you will have seen all the stuff and all the abuse that I've received over the summer. And that is why I haven't been recording. Not only that, obviously, yeah, the Euros bubble, like you said, but it has just put me off. And I'm not gonna hide that it's put me off. I'm not that type of person. I'll, t- I'll say exactly how it is. Um, I'm not one person in social media and different person in real life. That is, I say, call it as it is. And genuinely, I didn't wanna record, but yeah. Now that's over and done with, let's move on to some transfer talk. Yeah. It is absolutely kicking off right now. Yeah, that's what we've got to do this. We were like, we, have, we, we were standing here, we were literally standing for the last 40 minutes talking about all the stuff that's going on. And Justin was like, we need to just record this as a podcast. And I was like, yeah, okay, let's do that. <laughs> let's do it. So we're literally off the back of having a deep football debate we actually had a massive argument last night didn't we yeah about man city yeah like i was shout i was shouting at you at 11 o'clock at night yeah. we have some really angry <laughs> arguments <laughs> over football and we have some really strong strongly opposite opinions about um Man City. About Man City. See, I'm with you on Man City, though, but I'm also not. I get where you're coming from. But are we have... But I will start. Yeah. I get where you're coming from, but I'm not a financial expert. I don't know the, how, how it all works. Oh, I everything. was pulling up departures and incoming yeah, and net spend on just, Liverpool. What I'm saying is not just... My point is it's not just transfers. Club makes more money than they do on transfer. Trans- <coughs> Outbound transfers are, are minimal you know, unless you're a proper selling club and you're actually, that's how you make all your money. But for big clubs, that's that's a drop in the ocean. It's all about prize money, TV money, commercial revenue, worldwide, your brand worldwide, all the markets in China, that's where you're making all your money. And that's what Man City are making. That's how they're making so much money. We'll they, get into that. We'll get into that. Yeah. Let, we'll get into that. Um, obviously, the main talking points of the last 24 hours are Jack Grealish, who has signed for Man City on a record-breaking deal for that's 100... That's how he started last night. That's what... Yeah, <laughs> that's what kicked it off. On a £100 million deal to um, Man City. Now, there's rumours that he's on... There's rumours circulating this morning that he's on £370,000 a week versus what has been reported last week that he was on 200 grand a week so i don't really know how much truth that there is in that let's let's start with the jack Grealish transfer yeah. let's start there because that is the big one that has gone through so far um what's your take 
Um, I think it's a good signing. Um, you, you look on the surface, say 100 million is a lot of money, but it's football. It's not. It's not a normal industry. 100 million for any normal person is absolutely ridiculous amount of money. But for a an elite football club, one of the richest clubs in the world, it's not a lot of money. That they, they're making that just by they got that money basically by getting to Champions League final. So, you know, it's it's not a massive when you think about it. Over six years contract, it's not a lot of money. It's less than 20 million a year that they're, they're, if they're going to pay it in instalments, which most clubs do, it's not a lot of money. That's crazy that they've given him a six year contract. It only takes him to 31, which is then you would then reevaluate it, you know, probably when he's 29 to see if he's still hitting, you know, um, the thing I think, levels. the thing I think is the big question mark over the Jack Grealish. Um, transfer to Man City is do they need him and is he going to start every game for them in my opinion Man City have basically two Premier League teams two teams pretty much their squad is made up of two teams that could both equally do pretty well in the Premier League if they mm-hmm. were to put two starting yeah, yeah. 11s out they would probably both finish top six yeah um which is that's similar. It's so so dumb. Like, similar like, to Chelsea. Though, no, as well. Chelsea aren't that. But they gave. Like, have they not got rid of Chouet? Yeah, but they've still got Werner getting Lukaku. I'm talking about. Abraham. I'm talking about when Man City put out a bench. I, I know. I get what you're saying. No, Chelsea, nobody Chelsea's else's bench. Very good. Yeah, it's still a very good bench, they've but got, it's not even like like. Got, let's be real. Nobody got world class players. They've got no, like twenty world class players. Nobody they, has got a squad like Man no, City. They've got the the season. They've got two very experienced but that's... starting 11s technically so you know where does he does he play Probably. i think there's going i think he plays but i think he has to accept that it will be rotational and i don't think and i don't think there's anything wrong with him being played in rotation because i think rotation football is that's, the, that's way you win, yeah. the way you win trophies like proper like you know consistent, consistently you know. yeah that's not yeah and they're not man city aren't here to win a premier league or one champions league. they want to win trebles they want to do the man united they want to dominate for like 15 10, years 15, yeah. 20 years which is you need a squad you do so need you're a not going to especially the way players are it's all fitness now you have to be at peak condition if you're slightly fatigued you need to be pulled out to to avoid injury and then it prolongs your career. So he'll probably by rotate and you probably add a couple of years onto your career. So really, he's probably thinking, actually, I'd rather be rotated. So I'm not burnt out by the time I'm 32. That's why people like Fernandinho is still playing at 36 because he doesn't play every week. He plays every other game. Yeah, that's why James Milner. James Milner James rotated Milner, yeah. in and out of the squad as but well. But when you play every game for 10 years, you end up like Wayne Rooney at 32. Look, and he's literally can't he play. He looks like 56. Exactly, yeah. And that's the problem, you get burnt out. And that's how you win so many trophies. So you can put a strong team out in the FA Cup and then you can put a strong team out in the Premier League the week after or a midweek Champions League game, you can play a strong team in the Premier League. And that's how you win. And you also, you don't want just a fixed start in 11. Because it's easy to yeah, do. It's easy to... It's easy to that. it's, that's why Chelsea was so successful because you couldn't pick their team. No one knew who they're going to play. They always tweaked it a little bit. Um, and that's same as England in the Euros. Kept tweak, little tweaks, and no one, no one could really. Not every player, but you have your skeleton. You yeah, have your skeleton. But Man City generally players. do as well. They have the back four, De Bruyne. Uh, you know, and then they're, they they're, don't. They rotate. They not really De rotate. Ra- De Bruyne. I'm talking really about their back four. Their back, back four doesn't ever get to rotate. Some of the wing backs sometimes, but the back two, the centre back, the goalkeeper, 
play every week when fit. De Bruyne will play every week. The port was unfit, wasn't he? Yeah, but he just doesn't get in the team anymore. He's hmm. not unfit. He's on the bench most time. He again, he sometimes he came in for like cup games or you know a midweek game unfit. and stuff. But um, that's why you need a big squad so you can you can keep them fresh and it keeps people guessing. You got the same eleven. You just all you've got to do is try and figure out how they play. And you can stop it. Which was Liverpool last season. You need to be able to rotate. So certain games, you need different players. And that's what Man City are trying to do. So they go, right, this game, we might need this player. This game, we need this player. And that's exactly what Chelsea did. And that's See, how Chelsea is... was so hard to beat, like, towards the end of the season. Because no one could predict who they, was Werner going to play. Who's going to play out wide? Who's going to play down the middle? Where's Havertz playing? Is he playing in midfield? Is he playing up front? And that's, that's how football was going. It's all very tactical. Yeah, it's all right. Rotation works. It really works. You've got to have the players to do it. But if you've got the players to do it, then it's really hard to stop because you can't, not just that they're fresh, but you also can't, can't work out how they're going to play because they can just change it mid-game. They can change it half-time. And it's so hard to, one, keep up with them because they're so fit because they haven't, they're fresh because, um, you know, they might miss a game and they're not, they're not run down. Oh, yeah. They, he did it with Raheem Sterling last season a lot. He would drop him a lot, and people were like, "How was?" Then he would come in, and he's is like, "Is he getting rid of Sterling?" Like, no, he's not. But then he comes in and fresh. Yeah. You know I mean? So that's how. Yeah, and that, that's that's what say Chelsea do it as well. They do it really well, um, and that's how you. That's how football is is going a lot. A lot of rotation. <laughs> do you think that? Um, let's just quickly talk a little bit about obviously Jack Jack, Jack Grealish. He um, left his boyhood club, Aston Villa. Mm -hmm. He has been there. He went through the whole youth system yeah, ever since, since he was six years old. How do we feel about him leaving Aston Villa? Because Aston Villa are, are have been very obvious, very transparent, very clear that their goal is to get European football. Their mm -hmm. goal is they have a project that they're working on, which is why they offered Jack Grealish a new contract. They have very very clear very focused goals and they've been doing the business in the transfer window they've been met clearly because they knew they were going to lose yeah. jack um they've been doing great business um do we think he should have given it another season to see if that they could break european football um i think he would have done if man city didn't come in but then man city, the, the problem with that is man city then will go okay well we're not, we'll go someone else and then it's over. There is no one like him. No, but they, they might go. Okay, we'll get someone younger, or we'll we'll go by someone. We'll go by Saka, or I some, genuinely you know, think they would have bought him next season. No, as I don't well. think they might. Not if they need him now. They think they need him now. They, from what the chairman was saying, that people wanted him. Clubs wanted him last summer, which is why they put the release clause in to protect themselves and to give Grealish a like an out, you know, a, an option, which I think is fair for all parties. It's really um, sad because they did everything they could to keep yeah, him, and, and they made that they made that clause a hundred million because they genuinely, genuinely like if I, someone yeah. wants him that much, they're going to have to break. But I also think he was fair fee. to the club by doing that, and they were fair to him by doing that. So he said, "Yeah, I'll stay, but I want this option just in case the club comes along that I want to join. I can <laughs> that's, go." That's what I'm saying. And if, it might, if it was Arsenal that come in for hundred million, he wouldn't have probably gone. But if it was Liverpool, Man City, Man United, then he'd be like, "Okay, I want to, you know, I want to talk." And that's 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 I think that's fair for the club, and I think that's fair for him. He was not he's not he's not gone on strike. He's not kicked off. He's not under transfer. He probably would have been happy to stay if no one had come in for him. He'd have just carried on as normal, and he wouldn't have gone on strike. He wouldn't have been talking about moving. I didn't know he wanted to. He apparently, wanted to leave for a year. 
I haven't really heard anything about him wanting to leave. I don't think he wanted to no, leave. No, he was always looking. I think looking he was interested in, in other options, yeah, which I think is fine. That's he's a professional. He's got goals he wants to achieve. Um, and Aston Villa, the problem with it is, oh yeah, you're playing Champions League. But, but, so let's say, for example, they get fourth. This they stay, they get fourth. Plays the Champions League, they go out in the group stage, which is probably likely. Or they Why get is it the, likely? Or they get to the last 16. Why is it likely? Because they're not going to go on and potentially win Football it, is very... I know, but... Football is a very different... You're risking, Very, yeah, very different from season to season. It's a very... Other than, other than you know... Even I would even say even predicting the Premier League positions, like, it's very, very, very all over the place. Nobody thought Liverpool would be sitting at eighth with 10, ten with ten games to go and then get third place. Nobody thought that Leicester was going to drop out of top four because they literally spent the entire season in top four. I think they are the only team that were never not in top four. Uh, yeah. So until the last, obviously the last day. Um, so I don't think that you can say they would go out in the group stage no, of no, they the might Champions not. League. They might not, but they... You know, he wants to play surely, yeah, but surely you'd want to, yeah, but surely you'd want to compete with your boyhood club you playing would. in Europe with Aston Villa. You know, they haven't done it for what fifty years. No, I know, like, but there's a, there's a, it's not a high possibility they're going to do it. They might do it. They I know, might get but sick for fifth. But, I know, but you take that risk but he's playing not at your nineteen. Let me finish. You would take that risk because you're playing for your boyhood club. So you would be like. You go to Man City, you go into Man City, and it's, it's kind of soulless. It is, let's be real, it is kind of soulless. You're expected to do well. You, um, you know, you're a part of a team that is worth 918 billion, uh, million, sorry, nearly a billion pounds. Um, you, you know, it comes as an expectation, and he will lose that. Jack Grealish spark that he had at Aston Villa because he's going to be playing in rotation. He's going to be playing with players that are on his level, if not better. So he's going to become an average Man City player, the average Man City player, yeah. just like Sterling, just like De Bruyne. They're all together are as equally as okay. good. Yeah. So he's not playing as the superstar. He's not going to take all the glory. It's not going to be all about him because he won't play every game because it's rotate with the likes of Foden and wherever he plays, like he's going to have to rotate with someone who is equally as good as him. Yeah. At Aston Villa, if he if they break Europe, he is the reason, he is the poster boy. He's the name that everybody gets in the back of their shirt. You know, he's the one. He's the one that keeps their fans believing. And I just feel like you should know how it feels to have that have that club yeah. legend. You're a Newcastle fan, Alan Shearer. I know how it feels as a Liverpool fan. Steven Gerrard is my favourite footballer of all time. No, I'm not talking about the level of the level, the, how the level of competitiveness is. I'm talking about how that player makes you feel as yeah. a fan, how that player makes the difference in your team to you as a fan. No. I'm not talking about who wins what and who doesn't win what. It's about having that player. And Trent will be now be that player for Liverpool. And there will be other teams that have their boyhood, um, you know, their, the 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 
the young boy yeah. that comes through and plays for them. Harry Kane is the same, although I'm not 100% sure Tottenham is his boyhood club. I saw him in an yeah. Arsenal shirt um, when he was a kid. But you know how it feels in your heart when you watch Alan Shearer in a Newcastle shirt, the same way I know how it feels with Steven Gerrard. That's mm-hmm. exactly how Aston Villa fans feel. No matter yeah, how... No matter how successful they can be or can't be, you have to understand how those fans feel. And I get it. And I get it because no matter what we could what Liverpool could win or lose or achieve, Steven Gerrard is Liverpool. Alan Shearer is Newcastle. Jack Grealish is Villa. Yeah. Like you can't expect these people to not understand it because that they love they love him for that yeah so you have to understand where that comes from where that where that sentiment and where that upset comes from um it should never it's never the same for any other player it, when it's you know jack grealish is that player for those fans and it's not the same as like when raheem sterling left liverpool no, or it's, it's completely different it's and anybody who had has had that superstar come through their system and be that player knows how much it hurts when they when they go or they retire. It's it's not nice. It's not pleasant. And I completely completely understand their behaviour. That they're so upset. That I've seen just. So, I looked at Jack Grealish's tweets today. And just everyone writing snake underneath it and loads of different things. And you have to understand it. And he, it comes I with just, the territory. Yeah, yeah, no, He's made his bed and now he has to lie in it. I don't agree with any kind of abuse, but he also has to understand why some Villa fans, you know, may just be like, Do you know what? I don't care. Some Villa fans will understand from a personal point of view, but when you love someone that much for your club, is really I wouldn't I would be sick. I would not be able to watch him play for Man City. Can you imagine when they play Aston Villa? Yeah, I get it. no, I get all of that. It's and be I get they'd be gutted. I get why they'd be gutted. Of course they would, anyone would. There's other players that have left similar situations and that is I would hate it. I have hated it. Um Andy Carroll left. He was literally our poster boy. He was the future of the club. He was our number nine. He was the next Alan Shearer. He was idolized. He was going to be idolized. He's in the England team. All all Newcastle fans want is a Geordie number nine, and we had it. And he was gone in six months mm-hmm. for like a big fee. And so I get it. And I was devastated. I literally bought the shirt, and two months later, so I didn't watch football for like two months. I was like, I'm done. And that's what you know. But obviously, then you get over it and stuff. And they will get over it. They'll move on. And that is football. And I get it. But for his point of view. Like, he's been there for however many years. He's lived his dream. He's captain. He's done all that. It could go either way. You're right. He could go, he could stay at Villa. They Let's could get be the real. Let's be real. He's going to, he would have, if he had stayed at Villa, he would be, would have been more of a legend than he'll ever become yeah, at but it depends what he Man wants. City. Does he want to be? Does he want to be a legend, or does he want to? Clearly different not. Pe- different no, people yeah, have no, different, I, I different agree. ambitions. I agree. But don't say it's not going. It's going to go to one of two ways. It's, it's not. Well, it it's going to go one way. He's going to be a Man City player, and he'll just be like every other Man no, but, City yeah, but player. You're not and what I'm saying, he could stay at Villa and be a legend, right? That, if that's what his dream. That's what he wanted. Is if that's his aim, he would have never left, and he wouldn't have asked for a release clause. He'd have stayed, like other players have stayed at clubs forever. But 
his, that's obviously not his ambition. His ambition is probably to win the Champions League, to win titles, to win trophies. And that's where he sees his best opportunity to do it. He might have probably say that Villa and the chance are they may have got the Champions League once or twice or Europa League. There's no reason why they couldn't have won the FA Cup either. Right, that's season. fine. And they could have done. But he obviously wants to test himself at the very highest level. And there's nothing to say he won't become even better as a player and win even more. And if that's his ambition, then that was never going to get achieved at Aston Villa. He's never going to get any better at Aston Villa. He probably wants to be a regular at England. He wants to be the main man at England. He wants to be the main man at Man City. And he probably backs himself to go, I'm going to go to Man City and I'm going to take over De Bruyne. I'm going to be better than De Bruyne. If that's his attitude, attitude. If, if that's not his attitude, then he wouldn't be right for Man City because that's... that's that's what it takes to play for like big clubs or big teams and good clubs and good teams. So that's probably what he's thinking. He's going, I back myself to go and be there and be the main man. I might not be straight away. It might take me six months, but then I'm going to be right there. I'm going to take over De Bruyne's position. That's me. I'm going to, I'm going to take over. And you can't, it's happened to other players. It's not, he's not the only one that's left. Players leave to go to other clubs. Adam Lana left Southampton, captain at Southampton, absolute club, like was a legend through league one, to the Premier League, they were battling for Europe with Pochettino or whoever's there then. They were going in the right way, where Villa are, boom, bigger club comes along, he goes. That's just the way the food chain works. Because they see that and go, well, I could stay here and maybe win something, maybe play in the Champions League, but it's a risk that I could regret. Whereas at Man City, he's going to go and he's guaranteed at least a couple of titles, at least. Well, let's stick in with Man City. Let's move on to Harry Kane. Now... Harry Kane's not a dead set at Man City. He's not a dead set anywhere. But he has this week not returned to training mm-hmm. um, after his extended holiday after the Euros. And he's also asked for another, I believe, another week to extend his holiday, which got rejected, but he took it anyway, yeah. which is fine. Um, how do we feel about Harry Kane not going back to training? Now, I don't like it from anybody. And I've said this on social media because I've seen a lot of people giving him a lot of stick. But Van Dyke did it when he wanted to come to Liverpool. He declared himself unavailable to play. Kabai did it. Kabai did it. Coutinho did it at Liverpool. Um, Lots of players. Did Hatton Benarfa do it with you as well? No, no. He just fell out with um it happens everywhere it happens it every happen. single it transfer again. window it happens Peter um Wingy. <laughs> that is the most but, yeah, iconic you're one. right it happens it will happen it'll happen again i don't like it don't no, get I don't me wrong like it, I, I think i think it is one no, of the worst yeah. things you can do as a professional especially you, you wouldn't turn especially up. when you job, are captain not turn up no you wouldn't you'd still, you wouldn't, go, to you'd still go to work especially when you're captain and especially when you're England captain as well, I don't. I think it's. I don't like it because kids look up to him, and he is. He has been the poster boy for English football for a while now, and he has. He does have a moral responsibility to act accordingly. Um, but I also, as I have documented heavily on this podcast. Um, do not like the way that Spurs has been run for the last no, and I think that's what it's three about. years. And I do think it is very, very, for me, unlike Harry Kane to act this unprofessionally. Something must have happened. Something must have he happened. He must have been... And I would love leave. to know what it is. Yeah. One day we'll we find will out. Find when he leaves, we'll find out. We'll probably out. find out and it'll probably be justified because I can't see Harry Kane just kicking off 
for no reason. No, it's um, very unlikely. It's probably that he's it's very it's probably unlike that they, him they, to they tarnish probably, his. They probably his, rejected the, the view of him. Yeah, they probably had a, an agree a, a gentleman's agreement. Say, hundred million, you can go. Hundred million came in, they rejected it, and he thought, well, I'm that. You know, you told me I could go. It's something like that. That's probably happened. But Tottenham are in decline. They're going backwards. They so couldn't why... even get. They couldn't secure a manager because of this. This yeah. this gentleman's agreement as why, well. I get why. Uh, in in under different circumstances, say actually you can stay at Tottenham because they're on the up. Like similar to Aston Villa. Obviously, if they were ahead of Tottenham, are on the down. No, no, but they were when Pochettino was there and Marie Mourinho there. You're like thinking, okay, there's no reason for him to leave because. They're going to get he, European get football. Better, they are literally. They, they, they got are to a final. They've got the ability to get to to, to do well. Yeah. Away. They are mid table. Oh yeah, they are. They're they're on a similar level to Aston Villa, Everton, Leeds, West Ham. They're no they're no better. And and all those all those clubs you just mentioned have won more trophies than them. So I so. I get why he's now suddenly like actually, I'm 27. This is not going anywhere. It's going to take another five years to get to get anywhere close. And that's his that's his career done. So what's he going to do? Waste his prime of his career trying to get Tottenham back in the Champions League? No, I get it, and I get that's why. Yeah, he's I get it, but I also yeah. I don't, we have, I don't, to, don't we agree. have to talk. We have to talk slightly about that. He's not turned returned to training. No, I don't, does I don't he, agree with that. Does he? Does he say it's Spurs this season? I think he does. Yeah, I think he. I think he's gonna it's gonna kick off in summer, he and then he'll well. end up turn. He'll probably miss the first couple of games. And then if nothing happens, he'll stay, and then he'll um, he'll probably end up going next summer to like Man United or something. I could, do you know what? I could actually see Man United. They're going to need a striker at some point. No, I can actually goes. see Man United. Last minute. Last deadline minute goes. deadline yeah. day. That's what I think. Ninety mil. Yeah. Just to and get just, him off their books. No, just get rid. Yeah. Um, that would be disgusting. I would hate it. With my whole being, I think it depends on I would the. Be furious um, if he yeah, if he depends if on other he went players, to Man United. Happens, but um, I don't um, but think also, be also if he went to Man City, I'd be furious because I'd just be like, what? What is? What's ever? What's the point? Yeah, but what's again, point? it's a similar agreement. What's, what's even the stuff? point? He what's did... even the point to turn up for the Premier League next season? Because nobody can fault. compete with that. Yeah, no, like, that's not his fault. Or their fault. That's he wants to win trophies, and you go to the club that want you. No one else. <laughs> you know, if Liverpool, Man United come in, he might go. I'd rather go there. But Man City are the only team that won him. So let's move on to the Other biggest news <laughs> that is like overshadowed Jack Grealish's signing. I don't like football Twitter, honestly, went absolutely insane last night. Barcelona have um, refused to re sign Lionel Messi. Um, and I don't think this is a mutual agreement because apparently I did see something on Sky Sports News on Twitter a minute ago saying that um, he was shocked and didn't understand what was going on yeah. at Barcelona. I have seen fans crying outside the stadium with their shirts. I have seen just everybody going into meltdown over this, this situation because Lionel Messi arguably the best football player on the planet is a free agent as we speak he is currently unemployed um i get why the fans are kicking off the war upset as well he's he as as in terms of club legends he's as big a club legend as anyone will be been there since he's like 14 15 won everything like i get it they like they weren't expecting it as well they're expecting him to stay so i get 
I know he's old. I mean, Aguero and... is expecting him to stay. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. Thinking... He's thinking, what the hell? Yeah, That's the only reason I'm here. Um, but yeah, so that is, uh, yeah, I don't, it wasn't mutual. I mean, Barcelona wanted to keep him. Messi wanted to stay. But it's all the regulations in La Liga with wages. So something like, without Messi, their wages, were all, they're already at 95% of their like, wage <sighs> cap or whatever. Um, so Messi would have obviously took well over that so the La Liga basically wouldn't allow that to happen who are your three clubs that are in contention who have a chance of getting Lionel Messi I'll give you mine first mine is PSG who I absolutely cannot stand I hate that club with every single fire of my fiber of my being um the second is Man City um, and I think it will be between him and Kane. And I feel like, you know, they could buy Harry Kane for a hundred million, or they could pay Lionel Messi a hundred million for two years, yeah. and then Pep's going anyway. Pep's contract's over, yeah, isn't two it? Three years, yeah. It's two, I think it's two year, two two more seasons. Um, so. Man City is a good shout. Harry Kane must be crying right now. Yeah. He must be pacing his house. Um, my third is David Beckham's American Miami yeah. team. Is it Miami Dolphins? Or am I just literally That's, making something up? Like basketball or something. <laughs> no, in Miami. In Miami. Yeah. <laughs> Miami Dolphins is a sports <laughs> franchise, but it's not. It I is mean, Miami. I think it's, I think it's, yeah. I think it's basketball, not. Sure. Yeah, they all have weird know. names in America. They do. They're they? all animal names. Um, yeah, I, my third is into Miami. That's a yeah. stupid name. Um, um, I think that's where he was going to go anyway because his contract was going to be, from what I've read, was going to be part Barcelona, and then it was going to get funded by an MLS club, who they were going to then loan him to, and then he's going to come back to Barcelona. So it was kind of. That was all his future, like 10 years was all planned out. Yeah, it was a 10-year um, contract. So they might, it? what I think might happen is they might just sort of accelerate that and you who might go your... to MLS for two years and then come back to Barcelona. Who are your three teams? Are they the uh, same? They're the three realistic teams. They're not the ones I think he should necessarily go to. Who do you think he should go to? Who I think he should, if it was just, if, if it was like he could choose and they'll pay it, mm. would be Liverpool. Oh, don't, because I would love it. No, for Ooh, him. Oh, jeez. Imagine him, him in the middle, Mane uh, and Salah. Don't get, don't get me wrong. It's not going to happen. But it's it's like it's made for each other because he would win stuff and he would help, obviously, everyone else, um, you know, just, just push on even more. Um, he would make us so much money. That, but then the club that need him the most is Man City. Yeah. With Man City, then you then have him for a couple of years. That propels Man City as a brand, as a club. Let's be real. People say clubs, footballers aren't bigger than clubs. But why do clubs become big clubs? Because of big players. Mm-hmm. So Liverpool become a big, big club because they had Keegan and Daglish and all those players. Not just because of them, but they made the club successful they always have generational yeah, great players you, you remember you remember clubs by players so Messi going to Man City that then makes them a global powerhouse yeah. do you know what I mean so they can then attract other players because go well I want to play at Man City because Messi plays there or he used to play there or he's always then remembered for Man City and that's why I think PSG won him not for necessarily what he's going to do but because of 
what he'll do to the club. In 10, 20 years' time, everyone will always remember where Messi played. He played Barcelona, he played for PSG, Man City, whatever. So club-wise, Man City should sack off Kane and get Messi, in my opinion. I agree. Um, and he would... They, they, they'd probably win without him anyway, but I think he just makes... He makes the club bigger. Do you know? Do you know but as yeah, a, no, I understand what that, you That's saying. what I think. For a club point of view, you just break the bank and get him because that then makes them... You can't... It's a win-win situation because you break the bank for him and the income streams. I talked about it on Twitter this morning and everyone's like, no, oh, he won't make that much money no, back in shirts. I was, yes, I understand I would buy a that. Shirt. I would, buy, I would buy... Everyone would buy a shirt. Like, do you know what I mean? I would... As long as it's not Man United or yeah. Man City, I would buy... A Messi shirt. My son has a Barcelona Messi and kit. Kids have Barcelona shirts. My nephew is walking around my house right now wearing a Juventus shirt. He didn't even know who Juventus was but before Ronaldo, Ronaldo went yeah. there. That's my they're, point. They're, these players are not people that you. Um, they're brands. They're yeah. They're, they're they are brands. They are brands. But, and the, the sponsorship deals. People are like, oh, you know, we eighty-five percent of our shirt sales go to Nike. Well, yeah, but it's free money because we don't make the shirts. You so sell millions. That twenty-five percent, we would sell millions more shirts than we sell Not even now. Liverpool fans, neutrals. Yeah, you get people in China buying Liverpool shirts. All these people that even Barcelona fans would probably go buy a Liverpool shirt because they go, oh, Messi's my favourite player. People would just all neutrals would get. They'd be lining up outside Anfield or the Etihad or wherever he goes to come and see Messi. Yeah. You can add hundreds of pounds onto a season ticket because of Messi. Messi's playing in a pre-season friendly. You can charge what you want because people want to go see it. TV deals, it would skyrocket. And that's what these players do. Messi, Ronaldo, Beckham did it. Like Players like that do that. Kind of, there's good players, whether it's Salah, De Bruyne, they're not commercially... As big, then don't sell. That's they're not. They're not. They're not the Messi. Best, they're not the best player in the world. That's why. No, like, but yeah, but Messi is one of the. He's not just the best player in the world. He's one of the best players ever. So it's different. You, I've, I've never seen Messi play. I would pay anything to go see him play live. Yeah, imagine it, like him just being at Anfield every week. I'll Could go pay whatever you, whatever you want. I'll go and pay. Could it. you imagine? You, everyone would want to go. You'd be the tourism cute. as well. This people is what just, people don't understand. Yeah. They think it's just, oh, well, we wouldn't get his wages no, back from shirt sales. Are you joking? People would be flying Are you over joking? to go to holiday yeah. in Liverpool people or Manchester. Be, the, the tourism in Liverpool would go through the roof yeah. every single week of the season. It, just to it, see him come off be, the bus. Yeah, just <laughs> to watch him come off the bus, not even have tickets to go inside That's Anfield. That's what I'm talking be, about. Yeah, and then they go in be, and buy a shirt, and then they go in and buy a T-shirt, yeah. and they buy a, a, poster, a poster, or they buy whatever. A mug, a everything, mug. key ring. Not just shirts, it's not just Nike, it's everything. It's <laughs> Liverpool, just, brand, just a white T-shirt with a picture of Messi on that you can now sell because he plays for your club. Uh, don't worry, right. I'm in under no illusion You'd on the facts. you make more money than he would no. cost. I'm under no illusion of the facts of how Liverpool is run. Yeah. Let okay. me just be clear. We're not we're not running away with the idea that Liverpool no, could. An example. Just we're an using example. Liverpool as an example because I know a lot of people have already said to me this morning, oh, you know, we know we're not going to do that. We would break our wage structure. Yeah, obviously it's not going to happen. I get it. I'm a Liverpool fan. I've been a Liverpool fan for 25 years, I absolutely 100% know that it was not even a conversation that FSG would even, they wouldn't even get a calculator out and work out no. how much revenue they could make. 
pers- like prospectively they would not even bother it's not even a conversation they're having on a golf on the golf course so we're under no illusion of that but a club of liverpool's stature signing somebody like messi when we are currently you know commonly known that they're not spending any money because they're saying we don't have any money even though that's total bullshit um yeah. it's not true um yeah we're talking about this a club with liverpool's already attractiveness this is why it's so what I'm perfect saying is he would go that is why he it's so perfect yeah. right, that's what i'm saying that's he wouldn't need persuading to go to liverpool it's, it's so perfect level, yeah like, it's yeah, so as long as you pay perfect it's such a perfect scenario in the sense of how, um, on the commercial side of it, how Liverpool is a huge worldwide club and they sign a huge worldwide known player. That is what we're talking about here. We're not talking about the realistic situation with the dressing room. And <laughs> Salah's on 200 grand a week. He's yeah, not going to be yeah. happy with Messi on 400 grand would. a week. Like, who cares? Do <laughs> you think Salah would care? Be sitting next to Messi in the dra- yeah, tra- in the change rooms. And play for free he to play Messi. <laughs> he would not give yeah. a heck. None of them would. No, they would no. be honoured. Yeah, yeah, and he would make. Salah doesn't need any help being absolutely world class, but he would actually make him better because make it would make better. everybody in that team better. But so Liverpool just exactly it could be. It could be. They'd be honoured. It's it, an honour yeah, to play the, with him. The same applies for Man United, or the same applies for. Uh, Inter Milan, for example, or AC Milan, or Juventus. whoever, you know, <laughs> whatever, whatever team wants to go get him. That's not one of the big spenders. The, the, I mean, Man United are the big. Spenders. No, no, but you know what I mean. Like I'm talking, you know, Man City, Man, because Man City and PSG are the obvious ones. That, oh, they're the only ones that can afford him. But what I'm saying is the he big, well-known, popular clubs who don't spend the money find a way. Will, could find a way. Barcelona are work. broke. Let's be real. They are. They are broke. Oh yeah, I saw. But they were I trying to find a way. They lost four hundred thirty-nine million euros last yeah, season. Yeah, but they would still try because they know how valuable he is. Now they're going to lose even more money by losing him. The then thing this is, is right, this has made them worse. Even the thing is as well with Lionel Messi, what people don't understand is that it's, it doesn't just benefit the club. And it's the whole it's league. The entire league, which is why they are in discussions just, with La Liga to pay his wages yeah, because. He, all the clubs want him to stay. All the clubs want him to stay in La Liga because... People won't watch it without him. No. So they, they, they lose money. Imagine Sky Sport. Imagine if he came to the Premier League, whoever it is. It doesn't matter who he signs for. He signs for a Premier League club. Sky Sports put their subscription up and have a £10. Just Gary Neville interviewing Lionel Messi <laughs> about <laughs> signing for a Premier League club. Like, People before are going to a match. In. Yeah. People are going to be literally... They'll put up their subscription. People go, oh, I'll pay that. God, honestly, whoever gets him... I think I genuinely think everybody. I think everyone currently sane, is getting their calculators out trying to yeah. work out they can afford. I don't him. think Liverpool are one of those clubs. So uh, I, don't I think, think they are because I think you were one that wanted Grealish as well because they said Grealish, the chairman at Aston Villa said someone there was a couple of clubs that wanted him. I think Liverpool won, but they couldn't afford it. And I think you'd be stupid not to even 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 have a conversation to say, "Can we afford him?" No, they wouldn't. I think they would. No, because just no. anyone is stupid. They they must be doing. They're not stupid. No, um, I, I I promise you, if it's probably a short conversation. If Liverpool, I think even even Aston Villa, even Everton are probably going. Is there a chance? Would he 
And he probably wouldn't. But I reckon he's probably be. already given out a list of teams that he's willing to go to. Yeah, and then it's whether they can afford I do, him. I do honestly think that he only wants to go to Man City. Uh, if I'm I, honest I with you, I can see all Man United. But PSG will probably get him because they'll pay it. And that is a stroke of genius for them because that's the same as what I was saying to Man City. That's going to make PSG... I hate help, PSG. Yeah, I know I don't, but it makes them relevant, properly relevant. Not, oh, they're just money. They're just, they've got no history. Well, they've got history because they'll have Messi playing for them, which will generate history, which is what I'm saying about Man City. Go, you know, if you go and sign for a club that is trying to build like that, you then win a couple of titles. Let's, for example, he goes to PSG and wins the Champions League. That's then ingrained in history that Messi won the Champions League with PSG. So in 30 years' time, people will are then aware of PSG's history and, oh, they've done this, they've done that. I'm going to be honest with you, yeah. I, I tweeted it earlier. PSG will not win, even if they sign Lionel Messi. They will not. That is my this shout. Is a, this is a, that is my uh, shout I'm, of the no, season. No, we've already had a pair that I think they will. This is my shout of the season. PSG will not win the Champions League even if they sign. I think they'll win it without him. Lionel Messi. Even without him. No. Not for we me. can do that when we do a Champions League. Yeah, we can do a Champions stuff, League. But League I'm podcast. currently based on all the transfers. There's um, a grit that they don't have. We no, talked I think they about have it now. earlier. They have, have no yeah, Winaldum. Winaldum Sergio Ramos. No, Sergio Ramos isn't Variety. Like of course he is. He's a proper leader. He's a leader. He's a winner. There aren't many more that are more winners than him. I don't think they've got the manager for it either. No, but you've got the players for it, and the managers have to. You have to learn somewhere. You have to win it at some point. You can't say you're not the manager for it. I Klopp don't. Never won, I'm, Klopp I'm never rarely won wrong. My gut instinct is rarely wrong. You have to. Some at one point you have to be. You have no, to win it for the first time. Don't say that about our team. Our team is not PS, like PSG. No, no, no but you didn't have. Yeah, you didn't have the grit. You created team, the grit. Chelsea's team. Is not built like PSG. No, no, but these what? teams that win, there's a reason why PSG. No, it. there is a reason why PSG and Man City have not won a Champions League. It's you, you got they're built different, badly, in a way that doesn't win Champions League. Champions League winning Champions League is all about mentality. Yeah, it you, really you is. PSG is full of players that are so far up their own asses. It was. It's not no, they really are. They were... It's the reason why Bayern Munich won it. They're, you, they're just... Bayern Munich are Liverpool, Chelsea, old school Real Madrid, like that. There's a, I can't explain it. I really can't explain it. It's really hard to explain... Like to put into words how you can envision how a Champions League team wins. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. I knew Man City wouldn't beat Chelsea. I told you Chelsea would win the pre- uh, would, would win the Champions League. I knew they would win the Champions League, which is why I didn't want them to finish fourth in the Premier League. I wanted Leicester to finish fourth because I knew that Chelsea would win the Champions League because Man City don't have that push. Like Bayern Munich, like Liverpool did both times that they they didn't really need it. That they didn't really need Liverpool didn't really need it in the final against Tottenham, no, but, but they you, had it. But that's created at Barcelona. But, you, you, but what I'm saying is, you players create that. A manager, yeah, you, players a manager create born, that because they want with, it because they want it so bad. Right, but these players does, at PSG have had it. But they, well, other than Mbappe, yeah, but that means they they want. No, that means they're they want winners. It. It's just the reason why it worked for Liverpool is because they had. 
people, the whole team collectively were like, we need this together. And it's together. It's all about how a team structures mentality yeah, but comes what, together. And that's say. why Chelsea... Yeah, but who, this is what I'm trying to say to you. So who gives the mentality in that team? Not normally the manager, it's normally the senior players. So people like Wijnaldum and Sergio Ramos coming in, who are winners have done it, they're going to be talking to Mbappe, they're going to be talking to Variety, who's, well, he's just won the Euro, so he knows how to, you know, he knows how to win big games. They're going to be talking to all these other players going, this is how you do it. This is this is what it means. This is like on the big games, you know, seeing out games, doing that. Because PSG, are, are, they can beat anyone on their day, but you're right, they they buckle and they, they lose their head stuff. That's why they've got those players. That's this why they've the, gone for those players you know what? To, to be the spine of the team. The England team reminds me of what a Champions League team needs to be. Do you understand what I yeah, mean? That's what I'm like, saying. It's like a players, mentality they've thing. They've got the players with the right mentality. No, I think so. Now, so just, you don't think Wijnaldum and Sergio Ramos are good? I think Wijnaldum and Sergio Ramos are comp- two completely different kinds of mentalities. They are winners. in the way that they in the way that they carry themselves as leaders and professionals. They don't compare them as professionals. Sergio Ramos is disgusting. But he's a professional on the field. He's not professional on the field. He's not. He's a, at all. He is um, the dirtiest, one yeah, of the that's, dirtiest That's, just midfield. For, that's yeah, not professional. What is? That's not, I'm talking about in training, he worked hard. In, I'm not saying in, he's not, he's, I'm he's not saying. Training. He's a leader. People look up to him. That's what I'm saying. The Dark Arts won Italy, the Euros as well. They were doing it. That's how you win. They're winners. That's what they do. And that's how, why do you think Sergio Ramos has won five Champions Leagues? Because he knows how to win, he knows how to get under people's skin, he knows how the dark arts, he knows how to do it. That's what PSG need. They need some. They I'm need saying experience. to you that Genie Wijnaldum and Sergio Ramos are completely two different kinds yeah, of I professionals. Yeah, they're still leaders. They're experienced. They're two different. There's one has class and one doesn't. Right, but and that's the T. They're still winners. And that's the T. You put Sergio Ramos in any team, and the rest of the team is going to become better. We do just quickly want to touch on after all of that arguing. Um, we do want to touch on the fact that the championship is back tonight. Proper football. Um, proper championship football. I'm so excited. I best love championship in football, in your opinion. It's the best it thing is. in the world because that's where Newcastle are going to no, end up. You're best. just prepping yourself. No, it is. It's the most entertaining league. It is very entertaining. It is, it is amazing. What's going on? Can we just quickly, because I don't know. I'm going to ask you this question inside the podcast. Okay. Because, um, what is going on with Derby? Uh, no one really. No, they're not getting relegated, but they've got no money. They've got like a, they're not got a transfer they banned? ban. No, they they had a ban, but they're allowed to buy like free. They're they're allowed to get like a certain amount of free agents or certain amount and of loans, loans, but it's very minimal. They're like really restricted on what they can do, so they're going to struggle. I'm so happy. I did, I completely forgot that the football is back tonight. Yeah, Bournemouth West Brom. Bournemouth West Brom. Um, who's going to win? Let's talk about who's going to come up. So, who's going to come up? Top three. Um, Sheffield United, Bournemouth, and... Do you think Fulham come back up? Fulham. I'm going to say Fulham, Bournemouth, and West Brom. Although I'm not sure about Fulham. Although I do think I love how we both just went silent. <laughs> I was thinking. Although no, because I'm I was just then thinking, do I think that West Brom will get playoffs? 
because it's so weird with the championship because it's because pl- obviously it's playoffs, isn't it? So the top two and then play no top two and then playoffs. Top two yeah. then playoffs, yeah. So um, it's always weird because with playoffs, mm. you just never know. I'm gonna change it. I actually think Middlesbrough. Oh yes. Uh, I'm gonna take full amount. I think they got too much of a rebuild. Right, okay, Middlesbrough, Bournemouth, and West Brom for me. Mine's Sheffield United to win it, and Bournemouth second, and then Middlesbrough through the playoffs. Just because of I think Neil Sheffield. Warner. Just because of Neil Warner. Yeah, I think he's Neil got Warner. one more promotion in him. Oh no! <laughs> one more. Um, I would love to see it. I just I'm not sure about Fulham. I just think they've got a lot. Not a lot of issues. They're, yeah, they've got um, they've got too many changes. It's hard. Championship. You want to try and keep your squad together. Um, and go back up, which Sheffield United have done. Bournemouth have they kind of they went through that and they've now rebuilt again. I do just think um, West Brom will. Um, I think they're similar to Fulham. Push though, their way through because they're just that kind lot, of club. They're so yeah. jammy. They had a lot of loanies and stuff as well. Um, so I don't know. Maybe I think they'll be up there, but I think they might might not. I don't think there's enough goals in their team. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like oh, I just feel like Pereira. West Brom. I just feel like West Brom always like it, manage yeah. it. I think, I think it will be between Sheffield United and West Brom. I don't think like no, I think Bournemouth will be up there. I no, I I think it'll be Middlesbrough. Who did I say? Middlesbrough, Bournemouth, and West Brom. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I think that um, Middlesbrough and Bournemouth, and then I think that Sheffield United, West Brom, um, and some others, maybe Nottingham Forest. I just think Sheffield United have kept pretty much their whole team. Yeah, and they've, and they got were a, they've got terrible. A, yeah, but they're all Championship players, so they're like Norwich. They remind me of they're Norwich. So West Brom. Yeah, but they've lost a lot of. They've lost Pereira, who's their best player. They've got no creativity in their team. Um, and I think Sheffield United will just they'll just go again. They'll they'll stick with what they know. They've got Jukanovic as a manager who got promoted twice from the Championship, so he knows what he's doing. We will see. We will be back in a few days, depending on how the transfer situation goes. We we might be back if there's some bombshells. More more messy news. If there's some further messy news, if Harry Kane finally goes back to training. I actually think he will go back to training next week. I think that's... Yeah, he will be now. Yeah, he will be now. Apologising. Yeah. contract will be there right waiting for him. Yeah, it will be. I feel so sorry for him. I don't feel sorry for him because he's on so much money. No, I don't feel sorry for any footballers. I don't feel sorry for footballers at all. I don't feel sorry for footballers at all. Um, But I do just feel like he just can't catch a break. Yeah, I know what you mean. He just can't catch a break. Like, let him go. Free Harry Kane. You're right. I don't feel sorry for any players that don't get transfers. Like, you sign a contract. Even if you get relegated, I don't. I don't feel sorry for. That's why I don't like the not training thing because I just think yeah, I you wouldn't yeah. not turn up to your job and expect to get paid. But that's like... why I agree with release clauses. I think every player should have a reasonable release clause. I think that'll stop inflated transfer fees. Well, let's leave it at that because I feel like we could really go into that. Um, thank you for listening. Make sure you're following us on social media. I am working on. Um. Uh, we're all football fantasy premier league um i've done my team i'm just going to be setting up the leagues over this weekend so stay tuned for that make sure you're following us on social media um because we're going to have a cash prize league as well as 
um, are just for fun. So make sure you're following us on social media to keep up with that. <laughs> Thank yeah. you again, Justin, for no coming on. Hopefully we will have some clarity on this weird transfer window. And maybe Newcastle might make a... Maybe, who knows? Who knows? Maybe Andy Carroll will return for a third He probably time. will <laughs> for like 10 grand a week. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys, for listening. Thank you so much for listening. If you want to hear more, please subscribe and join the conversation on social media by giving us a follow. We're always on the lookout for fresh opinions. So if you want to jump on the podcast, please don't be shy and get in touch. Again, thank you so, so much for taking the time to listen to We're All Football. See you next time.